Oh my god, what am I doing? Hello, good morning. My name is Desiree. Welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud. It is really gray today, and this is the perfect scene for somebody just cut in front of me with no indicator for a funeral in a movie it's misty <laughs> or rather it's misting since there's you know there's little droplets everywhere i guess it's sort of atmospheric and scenic and i can imagine that i'm in the clouds and you know i might as well look at it like that <laughs> rather than think oh my god it's so great today so there's a topic that I want to tentatively touch on, which is brain drain. The brain drain phenomenon from, I would say, many countries to, I guess, the U.S. Um, I'm going to talk about the U.S. I guess also Canada and um, the U.K. Since I am Jamaican, I know many people <laughs> who are part of this effect and including myself if I don't end up going back home, which I I don't think I will, but I'm not super sure yet. And to me, it's a question of individual choice. If you have opportunities open to you, why wouldn't you take them? I have definitely thought about how do I help my country. I've thought about this a lot. Growing up, I would complain about the state of the world all the time. Um, I would say, oh my gosh, everybody's so uneducated. What can I do about it? I feel like they don't know how to think. <laughs> can I do anything about that? And uh, I don't really know if I can do anything about that because people really learn in their homes. And you know, I came from a family that was like, go look, go look in the dictionary every time I wanted to know something. And um, was always in the library after school. And everybody isn't, isn't like that. You know, lots of people, um, political lines in Jamaica is mostly based on not thinking, but my father was a PNP supporter, my mother is JLP supporter, so etc. etc. And the only thing you can do about that is education. But if I wanted to go back home and educate people, I need to be given a good income, and I am not going to go into certain places to do the education unless I already have that established somewhere. If I already have the source of income, I might even start a school. I would do that, but I can't do that at a certain age and when you're young and you're looking at all your prospects in life, you're going to take whatever opportunities open to you. I also um, came, came to America, to the United States specifically, because I knew that I wanted to study more than one thing. You know, I took a lot of, and I also went to a liberal arts school for that. If I had stayed in Jamaica, I would have probably become a doctor. I wanted to be a vet for a long time, and then I wanted to be, um, 
don't know, just something in, in the, the science related fields. But then, then I wisely volunteered at a couple clinics and, uh, and then I decided I can't do this. I can't be around this sort of helping sick people atmosphere all my life. Um, I, I didn't like the smell of very, very clean places. And one of my friends loved to tell me that he could just see me dropping out of med school because I would just want to be doing that and other things. And I also, I have a best friend who is, um, she's a doctor now. She, she wears a white coat. I have another friend who came to the US and he is about to go into um, medicine. And, you know, that's a lot of talent. And I suppose that they could have stayed in Jamaica. But I don't know, like, am I going to sacrifice my individual needs and wants for that of my country, especially at that age, which I think is important. You know, my mother always used to tell me that if I want to help the world, I need to help. I need to help myself first. And I don't really feel like I've gotten to that point yet. And uh, in terms of migrant communities going, you know, into a country and um, sort of sticking to themselves and sending remittances back home I was I think it's about 18% of gross national product in Jamaica is due to remittances not just from highly skilled workers I also know people in my extended family come over for sort of low-wage jobs and then send that money back home but they wouldn't be making that money in Jamaica it just wouldn't happen you know I also love to make art and it's a lot harder to find a market that can afford uh, things like art at a price that I am willing to value my art at so what about that <laughs> um, you know and if people if the people in first world nations didn't want migrants coming into their country they wouldn't offer them the opportunity and they wouldn't take them so and I know that there may be laws in place that push you know like my college for example to want me to come to the United States because I remember I struggled I struggled to finish to finish college uh, my grades were pretty good even though I was struggling they could have been better if I never had all the things to worry about and I got a scholarship but I also had to pay some well my parents and myself also had to pay some actual money and I think that for a lot of colleges a lot of international students do that for them because everybody can get loans which international students can't get you have to if, unless you have a co-signer in the u.s which most people don't have so i just wanted to touch on that um i know i wanted to study i took french i was really into languages um i i wanted to do more um but I had, I was like at my limit of how many classes I could take. So, a lot of the time, because they, they limit you. <laughs> Which was really pretty annoying. So, I guess that's all I really have to say about it is, people might think, 
person should stay in their country and make their country better and I would probably start a business that was providing essential services because people wouldn't want to spend money on you know more not necessarily luxurious but things that you don't actually need you don't actually need to live your life and just, when you have to start at the bottom and then when you have certain other needs fulfilled then you can look into other things and it's just more about comfort than about necessity and that would be pretty unfulfilling to me I want to fulfill my greatest potential and I think I'll think like that so you're gonna take the best opportunity that's out there for you so you know and I guess persons can always change the laws and make, it, make immigration a lot more difficult and that would change the way things are but in the moment that's just the way it is right now and as far I'm pretty sure that this has been going on for a very long time for centuries not just in the modern day where persons want to develop themselves to their fullest extent so if they can go somewhere else and make the decision to them because some people my parents had the opportunity to migrate and they decided that they didn't want to because they preferred Jamaica so there are some people who would decide to stay um, and some people who were like you know no I will go and do my thing elsewhere because that's what I want to do I'm also pretty adventurous I traveled by myself a lot I couch surfed I also go on fishing boats with random people all the time uh, so and I'm into learning other languages and then go on going and practicing them elsewhere so there is sort of the, the there is also the kind of person who wants to do that and not just the economic migrant that exists uh, so as for countries losing their their best and brightest and their skilled how would those people even fare I went home I took a break from school and I was trying to find a job and I think that I was pretty overqualified for a lot of things that I was applying for I just wanted work and I couldn't get to work even though I had that talent I couldn't even put it to use and maybe you know if I, I, I was there for about a year maybe if I was there for longer I would have eventually found it but it's sort of frustrating to have your talents sort of like up here and you're butting against a wall and um, you know maybe I could decide to start my own business but I need that upfront capital to begin and I'm sure eventually if I stay in Jamaica I will, that's those are just excuses that I would eventually figure it out and find something to do with myself but I'm just gonna go after what's what I want to go after and I am glad to be able to go after what I want to go after and then there's, there's also well let's just stick to the intellectual human capital loss of countries rather than um, speaking more about cultural cultural factors I'll put that in another video I hope that made some sense people decided to stay behind if people decided to stay behind in Jamaica and develop the country would it be a different place I don't know because a lot of people do stay behind and they don't leave and they're still there who would be called skilled and they do develop the country as well but that doesn't change the other parts that aren't being developed and plus all that money going back home 
it's more than would be made in Jamaica in order to be able to put it back in. And I think if people really want to talk about countries developing, I would just focus on corruption, not really anything else. Like I think that would be the biggest hindrance to any sort of development is uh, is is corruption and where people are able to spend their money and where governments um, if they're either getting money from the their tax base or if they're getting money from foreign aid um, or if they're spending money unwisely and you know in lots of debt and not coming out of debt and having to put all the money back into paying off debts because the money was mismanaged in the first place that's not the fault of the people and the people can't do much about that other than uprising but there has to be enough people within that country to uprise and if enough people aren't seeing what's going on or caring enough more than going to parties and having fun then what are they going to do the the best and the brightest what are they going to do There are people in Jamaica who want to make a difference and who are capable intellectually to make that difference. But they also live in fear of um, the repercussions because if somebody decides that they don't like what they're doing, they can't trust on their government to take care of that. They can't trust that they live in a secure society, a secure enough society to make those sort of changes happen. So I definitely think that that has to be taken into consideration. Like, is it better for people to stay there and live in a place where they don't, maybe, you know, they should go and overthrow or we should go and overthrow the government and, or rally or put some things in place but the tide is against you like the majority of people I think want that but aren't capable of that or um, yeah Or go to go somewhere else and like come here, such as coming here to the United States, and building up the country here. I'm talking about highly skilled workers, and I'm not talking about uh, just everybody who migrates here. So. I think it's an individual choice and people can talk about the effects of it but at the end of the day it all comes down to options and what people decide to choose is best for themselves and uh, I know a lot of people who after they're done working they go back uh, I also have people in my family who have done that they went England very very successful and then they come back and uh, probably made more money and help more help send more money back to Jamaica 
that way but as i said before it's not really if the money is there but where the money is put to make more money or to develop the country so that other people have access to opportunities in jamaica rather than having to go elsewhere to have those opportunities and i know i'm only talking about jamaica but i presume it's similar for other places But I hope it did. If not, I'll just have to redo it. Uh, have a great day. <laughs> and I will see you soon.